0: hello everybody and welcome to get lit minute your weekly podcast for all things poetic poetry and poets this series is produced by Get Lid Words Ignite, which is a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Nia Lewis. In this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. This poet today and their time was recognized as one of the country's leading poets, so get ready for the magnificent life of Robert Hayden. Robert Hayden was born in Detroit, Michigan as Asa Bundy Sheffy. His parents were Ruth and Asa Sheffy, but they separated before he was born. He was taken by William Hayden and Sue Ellen Westerfield, a foster family who lived next door to him. He lived in what was considered a Detroit ghetto, Paradise Valley. Hayden had a traumatic childhood, having to deal with Hayden's marriage that was falling apart, that caused a lot of arguing, and his mother was trying to fight back for his love. He would witness fights and lived in a house full of angers, which were problems that stayed with Hayden for the rest of his life. Hayden was extremely nearsighted, so this caused him to read a lot of books. He attended Detroit City College, which was later called Wayne State University, majoring in Spanish with a minor in English. He was able to receive a scholarship. After he was done with college, he worked at the Workers Progress Administration's Federal Writers Project, where he researched black history and folk culture. More specifically, the story of how black people from their roots in Africa to their present condition in the United States. He left the Federal Writers Project in 1938 and married Irma Morris in 1940 and in the same year, he published his first volume of poetry, Heart Shape in the Dust. In 1941, he continued his higher education, enrolling in University of Michigan, majoring in English. While there, he studied poet W.H. Auden, who helped him on the issues of poetic form, technique, and artistic discipline, and the help of poet Stephen Vincent Benet, but mostly his poem, John Brown's Body. This poem is about black people's reactions to General Sherman's march to Georgia during the Civil War and it sparked Hayden to write about history in his poems as well. His series of poems on slavery and Civil War actually got him awarded the Hopwood Award in 1942. After finishing his degree in 1942, he went on to teach at Michigan and then in 1942 teaching at Fisk University for 23 years. In 1969, he returned to Michigan to continue teaching. In 1967, he served as Poet-in-Residence and Visiting Poet at Indiana State University, and he was also a visiting poet at the University of Washington in 1969, the University of Connecticut in 1971, Denson University in 1972, and Connecticut College in 1974. His reputation had grown so much because of his take on the Black experience and history in his work that in 1976, he was appointed as the consultant in poetry to the Library of Congress. He was recognized as one of the country's leading poets. On February 25, 1980, he passed away in Ann Arbor, Michigan at the age of 66. Robert Hayden was the author of the poetry collection Hard Shape in the Dust, published in 1940, Figure of Time, published in 1955, A Ballad of Remembrance, published in 1962, which won the grand prize at the first World Festival of Negro Arts in Dakar, Senegal, Selected Poems, published in 1966, Words in the Morning Time, published in 1970, The Blooming Series, published in 1972, Angle of Ascent, New and Selected Poems, published in 1975, An American Journal, published in 1978. Much of Hayden's work was about history, but he was also inspired by his religious practice, Baha'i faith, an Eastern religion that believes in a coming world civilization. He beautifully writes on the black experience and history. He wrote about historical figures and moments like Nate Turner, Malcolm X, The Civil War, Harriet Tubman, and the Underground Railroad. He also about his personal life, like in his poem that'll be featured in our Get Lit anthology entitled Those Winter Sundays. This poem is about the man who we consider to be his father, but never actually really adopted him, William Hayden. As I said in the beginning of today's podcast, he grew up in a topic household and it really affected Hayden. This poem is really Hayden taking a step back and looking at his childhood from an adult perspective. He realizes that deep down his father really did love him, but it was just tough love. So here's Robert Hayden's poem, Those Winter Sundays. Sundays 2. My father got up early and put on his clothes in the blue-black cold. Then, with cracked hands that ached from labor and the weekday weather made banked fires blaze. No one ever thanked him. I'd wake and hear the cold splintering, breaking. When the rooms were warm, he'd call. And I'd slowly rise and dress. Fearing the chronic angers of that house, speaking indifferently to him, who'd had driven out of the cold and polished my good shoes as well. What did I know? What did I know of love's austere and lonely offices? This poem is sad and beautiful and i really love how hayden uses winter cold to explain the distant tension between him and his father the last part in him reflecting on his thoughts as a child like what did he know and i think that there are many times where i even reflect on what was my distant relationship with my father and how i would be angry and mad at him but I had to realize that none of his actions were ever to really hurt me. He would analyze my actions, and he would love in a way that I'm not used to because my mom would show love in a different way. But again, what did I know? I was a kid, I was blinded by it, and I really connect with this poem because just like Hayden, he was blinded by his father's love. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us on all things Robert Hayden. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family members, and I'll see y'all next week. Get Lit Minute is a production of Get Lit Words Ignite. This podcast is produced by Samuel Curtis, executive produced by Diane Luby Lane, and engineered by Peter Davis. This episode was researched, written, and edited by me, Nia Lewis, alongside Bridget Yang. Lucas Lane is our digital editor and our editorial advisors are Kelly Grace Thomas and Colleen Hamilton. Special thanks to the entire Get Lit staff and donors who made this work possible, the teachers who use this podcast to educate their students, and to all students of life everywhere for tuning in and spending time with us today. If you want to hear more of our episodes, this podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts and on our website, getlit.org. That is G-E-T-L-I-T dot O-R-G.